Hi, and welcome to the Bible Tribe with Seeing Deep Ministries, where we see deep in a shallow world and overcome the battles of the mind with the Word of God. The day of the Lord is coming, ready or not. Will you be ready? Religion will not save you or me, only a deep abiding relationship with Jesus will. Do you know him, friend? Listen in today and find out. A reading from the book of Joel today, and the verse of the day is Joel 2, verse 13. Tear your heart and not merely your garments. Now return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in mercy and relenting of catastrophe. In context, the prophet Joel is calling God's people to repentance. Here in Joel 2.13 is a second call to return to God. Turning to God requires turning away from our idols and turning to our incredible God, who Joel gives us a picture of in this verse. Tearing of the garments was akin to wearing sackcloth, and it was an outward expression of grief. Going back to Joel 1, we see a reference to this in Joel 1.8. Wail like a virgin girded with sackcloth for the bridegroom of her youth. The tearing of garments was an ancient practice of displaying heartfelt grief in the face of death, mourning, grief, and loss. The first mention of this tearing or rending of garments was by Reuben when he saw that Joseph, his brother, was gone, and later by Jacob when he falsely learned from his sons that Joseph had been killed. Other examples include Job and his personal suffering after he had lost everything. And in the New Testament, we see Paul and Barnabas when the people of Lystra began to worship them. According to gotquestions.org, there were times when people should have torn their garments, but did not. The prophet Jeremiah received the word of God concerning a soon-coming judgment on Judah. Jeremiah faithfully wrote the prophecy in a scroll and delivered it to the king, Jehoiakim. The king listened to the first part of the prophecy, but then he took a knife, cut the scroll in pieces, and burned it in a blazing fire. This impious act was met with chilling stoicism from his aides. The king and all his attendants who heard all these words showed no fear, nor did they tear their clothes. If ever there was a time to tear one's clothes, this was it. But these men had no fear of God, no remorse, no conviction of sin. Tearing one's outer garments is a display of passion from the heart and soul that a person in apathy could never feel. Yet he could go through the motions or do so out of religious obligation. Here in Joel 2.13, the prophet is challenging the people to real faith, real love of God, authentic repentance that is not just outward, but felt deeply in the heart, soul, and mind. Sin should cause the greatest grief we feel, for it separates us from our living and loving God. Practically speaking, no one would want to choose to be a half-hearted romance, right? God's sacrificial expression of love for us and pursuit of us deserves our best. His payment for our sins with his own blood should elicit an authentic response of grief and love when we sin. In the Old Testament, there was circumcision, which was an outward sign of submission to God. But here in this verse in Joel, we'll see that God wants our hearts to be circumcised, not just our outward demonstration of faith. Our belief in God should affect all our life. It should be recognizable outwardly, but live sincerely inwardly. Outward obedience is not the same as inward allegiance. Keywords. I chose the keyword return, which is the Hebrew word shub. It means to turn back, bring back, restore, refresh, repair. It is this idea of a 180-degree turn, no turning back, 
True repentance is not just words, it is action and involves our heart. Thought of the day. Outward obedience is not the same as inward allegiance. Application. God wants our hearts, friends. Relationship, not religion. Go with God and His precious word. Tune in tomorrow to head back into the book of Psalms. (laughs) 